You are listening to the Let the Money Talk podcast, a podcast that provides the latest analysis of SGX company insights. In this episode, our research experts will provide the most insightful analysis in the market. Hi, everyone. Thank you for joining us in this podcast. My name is Jonathan Wu, Research Analyst with Philip Securities Research. And in this episode, I'll be covering Netflix Inc.'s initiation in our report dated 15th of October 2021. We initiate coverage on Netflix Inc. with an accumulate recommendation and a DCF target price of 724 US dollars, representing a 14% upside from the price of $633.80. So our first investment thesis is Netflix's continuing trend of yearly positive net paid additions. Uh, Netflix ended FY20 with 204 million paid memberships, a 22% year-on-year increase from FY19. Paid memberships increased at a CAGR of 23% over the last four years, uh, working out to be around 27 million net additions per year. And we expect growth in paid memberships to dip slightly in FY21 uh, to about 9%, largely due to tougher pandemic pumps in FY20 as Netflix saw record numbers of net paid additions due to lockdowns caused by the COVID-19 pandemic. Average monthly revenue per membership, or ARM, which essentially is your total revenue for a given period divided by the average number of paid memberships during that period, uh, which you can also look at as prices, has also been trending upwards uh, since FY16. And we forecast ARM to increase 10% year-on-year in FY21, led by subscription heights in UCAN and EMEA regions at the end of uh, FY20. So just as a gauge, uh, first half uh, 21 ARM increase was already 7% compared to the end of FY20. And we expect uh, PACME to grow 62% year-on-year, led by increases in both paid membership volume and subscription pricing. So secondly, we are bullish about the company's expanding net margins, as well as maiden positive free cash flow posted in FY20. So net margins for FY20 were 11%, up 2% from uh, the year prior, and almost five times more than uh, FY16. The expanding net margins are due to the company's fixed cost structure, where most of their costs, which are content costs, are incurred upfront, regardless of the number of memberships. As a result, costs for acquiring new users continue to decline and therefore enjoy scalability. Content cost as a percentage of revenue has also collapsed significantly over the last four years from 98% in FY16 to 47% last year. Uh, Netflix enjoyed made a positive free cash flow for the first time in FY22, uh, FY20 sorry, on the back of reduced content spend, and we are buoyed by Netflix's guidance for break-even free cash flow in uh, FY20, allowing the company to finally self-fund its own growth without uh, rely- relying on too much debt. We also view this as a significant milestone for investors as Netflix can begin repurchasing shares, uh, thereby increasing PS and share prices. So in our last thesis, we see enormous potential for growth given the relatively low penetration rates in households globally. It's currently estimated that Netflix is only about 20% penetrated in the 8 to 900 million broadband or pay TV households globally, which gives it substantial runway for growth. We believe shifts in consumer behavior away from linear television to video-on-demand streaming entertainment 
also provide additional tailwinds for penetration. Additionally, there is a robust global mobile broadband market that Netflix can further address as a secondary channel for distributing its services, particularly for customers that do not have broadband or pay TV at home. Netflix is also in the incubation stage of developing a new avenue of content, gaming, to complement its existing streaming experience. So we initiate coverage with an accumulate rating and a target price of $724 based on a DCF valuation with a a weighted average cost of capital capital of 9% and a terminal growth rate of 3%. Thank you very much for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please forward it to others, share it on social media and leave a review. Follow this channel to hear our other podcasts. This podcast was prepared by Philips Securities Research Private Limited. The information provided in this podcast is solely for educational purposes and should not be considered as financial advice. The views, statements or opinions are made on behalf of Philips Securities Research. The information and any analysis forecast, projections, expectations and opinions contained in this podcast have been obtained from public sources, which Philips Securities Research believes to be reliable. This report is intended for general circulation only and does not take into account the specific investment objectives, financial situation or particular needs for any particular reason.